Hello, we're the Sticky Bun Boys. I'm Michael. And I'm not. Welcome back to the podcast. We're still on last week's series of Bake Off, and this week, it's Biscuit Week. My absolute least favourite of all of the weeks. Biscuits are far too stressful. Do they make you feel like you might snap? David. Do they make you nearly crumble? Now that is a cookie joke, which is famously not a biscuit. We can get into the whole biscuit versus cookie debate later, but before we do, let's play some ads. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. I love biscuit week, Michael. This is one of our things we clash on. I like baking biscuits. I find them I think they're quite easy. I like the signature ones and I like baking biscuits, but the Biscuit Week showstopper, I stand by being one of the hardest showstoppers you ever have to do in the tent. They famously had to do another one, a second one during Patisserie Week this year. Yeah, it is tough. Okay, I like biscuits. However, signature, 24 brandy snaps, coated, dipped or filled in two hours. I I like to be all three of those things. I don't like brandy snaps though. That was a funny joke, David. Give me something. Coated, dipped and filled. That was funny. (laughs) If you're not going to laugh at my cum jokes, who is? <laughs> lots of people. There's lots of people listening and laughing. People always say they chuckle along in their car as they're going to work. Well, I hope that was a chuckle there from, from you. If, if David's not going to give me one, I hope you chuckled at least. Sorry, Michael. But I was just consumed with it. I don't like you brandy were consumed. snaps. You were I consumed do- with a hatred for brandy for bra- snaps. Yeah, I really, ever since a child, I don't like them. They're rubbish. They're that's, just hard sugar. That's not, there's nothing wrong with the hard sugar. Oh, do you prefer no. soft sugar? A chewy sugar. I prefer something that's just got a bit more substance rather than just crunchy. Well, that's why they're coated, dipped and filled. fudge, basically. If I'm going to just have sugar, just give me fudge. But that's not a biscuit, is it? I no. think this is a good challenge. 24 of those in that time is hard. You've got to batch bake and you've got to make sure they don't get a soggy bottom. I don't like them, but I think it's a brilliant challenge. Um, I enjoyed that Paul said that you want those holes, that beautiful, soft interior. He does. Paul loves the beautiful, soft interior from his holes. <laughs> Also, Brandy Snaps, good drag name. Oh, yeah, it Brandy is. Snaps, yeah. like Gary Baldy. There's quite a few good baking drag names, isn't there? At work, we were coming up with some drag names and we came up with the House of Polly. So you have like Polyamorous, Polygon, Polypropylene, Polystyrene. Yeah. So you've got the House of Polly and then you've got the House of Baking. Yours, Michael has a very, very good one for baking. For drag. For drag. Oh, yeah. Henry came up with it. I can't take the credit. But my drag name would be Kit Sinead. Absolutely isn't brilliant. Isn't that good? Kit yeah. Sinead. A nod from producer Alex there. That was very nice. <laughs> I thought it was a good challenge, realistic, possible in a time, but challenging enough. And there were good flavours as well. I also enjoyed the backstories. We've got some more backstories this time. And Amanda was filmed with her, I think it was her daughter or something. And her daughter went, oh, I can't read your writing. And she went, writing? And then looked directly <laughs> into the camera lens. <laughs> it was beautiful. Actually, this one, I did like the backstories as well, because this last series that we've just watched, um, they didn't make them funny. They didn't like pick out the silly bits. Whereas these ones, they were definitely picking these out ones funny were definitely bits. Silly including Christelle and all of her sisters with rhyming names. Yeah. They're all end, they all end in L. 
I think one of them was Chanel. And they're all Chanel! beautiful. Do you know that <laughs> reference? Yeah. Chanel. The parrot. She's an African grey. <laughs> Chanel. <laughs> right. For people that don't know, that's going to go on our Patreon. Yes. I will link you to Chanel and the African grey. They made a remix of it. It was the, back in the day, it was the same version of a Negroni Spagliato with Prosecco in it. It was that, but it was about a parrot um, living in Liverpool. I think it was Liverpool. Yeah. Sure. Talk about Liverpool. Lizzie this week. I oh, loved what, what a segue, as you what would say. What a segue. <laughs> I love the fact that she said she had her fast shoes on and they were a pair of Crocs. <laughs> hey, now nurses wear Crocs. I know, I'm a nurse. I used to wear Crocs, but they're not fast. <laughs> I also love it. It's not Usain Bolt. Nurses wear them, not sprinters. <laughs> and Lizzie couldn't say McDonald's. So she was like, these are based on my favorite fast food restaurant, Apple Pie. <laughs> yeah. Actually, it's brilliant all the way through Bake Off. I mean, we're going to come to it, aren't we, in the technical? But there's a lot of things that are branded that they do and, and you, you can't, can't say it. Yeah, it was. Re- it really made me laugh. Because um, those those apple pies are the ones that are like, they must like kind of harvest molten lava to fill them with because yeah. they're always so hot. She's got the gift of the gab though. Like when they started to congeal, she was like, well, that's how they're meant to be. <laughs> and to be fair, just skipping right to the judging, but it, they quite liked it. It looked horrible, but In they liked words, it. a lovely mouthful. Yes. Oh, title of ep. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. So Michael, our, everyone's, we're not going to go through everybody's. No. Just give me, who's with your top? Who's the one? Not necessarily, even Before if they didn't do it very well. Before I get to tops well. and bottoms, I need to talk about espresso. Not espresso. Yeah, definitely. So Chicks said espresso. Uh, Paul said espresso. Everyone just kept saying espresso, apart from Frey, who went cappuccino. Um, <laughs> but everyone else said espresso, and I could have done without it. Now, can I just say, Freya, I'm actually from the same place as Freya. We're like in neighbouring towns. Everything she says, I love and, it. Oh, I do. It, it's the because in that area of Yorkshire, everyone mostly knows West Yorkshire. Whereas Northeast Yorkshire, it's nerd at the end of everything. So you'd say nerd and you'd say Kurt. I love it. Cappuccino. But then she's got the vocal fry at the end of it. It really stresses me out. Oh, I, I loved it. And you could tell that Noel loved it as well. Because before he left, he was like, you say cappuccino say one more time. And she was like, cappuccino. <laughs> she <laughs> brilliant. Would, she would have said espresso as well. She is my espresso. Uh, she is my compost carol of this year. I re- Everything she says, I love her. I think it's just because the accent reminds me of my sister, which I love. I do love my sister. Yeah, but, sister. But the accent sure. is just like. Mm. No, I just love that like later on in this episode, I think she kind of with a completely straight face just went that's hilarious and I loved that like I went to see we were at a film premiere with Christelle last week and Christelle straight face looked around to me and went I'm screaming <laughs> and I was like I don't think you are like what's happening here iconic actually I do like Freya I have to say Freya in the first time I watched it I found her quite frustrating actually I really like her this she's this really watch. dry her sense of humor is really dry and also the fact that she's baking all of these bakes and keeping up with everybody else 19 so at least two like two times younger than some of the other contestants mm. And she's doing them vegan. It's really impressive. When they were talking to Giuseppe, because he was in the front left of the tent, if you're kind of looking towards the front of the tent, you could see the front left corner of the tent, which you often can't see. Mm. So in the front two corners of the tent, you have the table where they do the kind of judging conversations. And opposite that is kind of like an L-shaped table. And that's where they store all the presentation props yes. and things like that. You don't often see it, I've but in this episode, that. you did see it. And we also got a Giuseppe swear, which is very nice. Very, I don't know which one it was. Was it in English? Uh, well, I didn't. It was bleeped. Maybe oh. the American viewers can tell us what Giuseppe said if, when he swore. Yeah, and let us know if it was in Italian. So I'm going to tell you, I asked you what your favourite was and you ignored me. So I'm going to tell you what my favourite was. Okay, sure. My favourite, although not necessarily, it was the it was Amanda's ginger and sesame because I love sesame snaps. Right. And so that's probably one of the brandy snaps I like. I love the idea because that's bringing a whole new flavour. It's not just a brandy snap with a flavour on top. She's really flavouring the brandy snap. See, mine would have been... Uh would have been Giuseno's. He did a chocolate and lime ganache with a passion fruit curd and a spiced pineapple topping. Very nice. Giuseno did say it's quite fiddly, so you need to use your hands a lot. 
Oh, very nice. Honourable mention for Rashika is because she was doing a mocha with Irish cream, which sounded very nice, and they were shaped like an ice cream cone, which was a very good idea. Apparently, though, during judging, there was a massive variety in size, some much longer than the others. If well, that ain't the truth. I was going to say, there always is. I actually did think that was a very good clever for uh, Rashika. Like, not many people thought of different ways of doing it. It's always the baskets or the rolls. Mm. That was very clever doing an ice cream. And Maggie thing. taking shots directly at the Bake Off producers saying, I think sometimes things get so sophisticated, it's actually quite nice to see things how they're supposed to be. Stares down the camera. <laughs> Maggie. <laughs> she saw what was coming this year when they were like asked to make like a 3D representation of their favourite grandmother's childhood toy out of meringue in 30 seconds. I actually did like her as well. That was another honourable mention for me because I like the idea of like when people go sweet on sweet on sweet, I sometimes my teeth hurt. Whereas Maggie's like blackcurrant is such a nice sharp flavour mm. to go with a brandy snap and then cream. And yeah, do you know what though, Michael? They all did pretty well. I mean, we did see, sometimes they complain about the softness. There's quite a long wait after they finish baking to judging. And so things are going to get soft. Like Brandy Snaps, you Nothing famously... Nothing hard for that long. No, exactly. Right. On to the technical. The technical was 12 sandwiched jammy biscuits. <laughs> also known as jammy dodgers. And you had... You? You didn't, Michael. I didn't do it. They had one hour and 45 minutes to do it. That's a good challenge, I think, to be fair. I think it's a good challenge. I I love that the Bake Off lawyers have really got at this episode. Um, We all know it's a jammy dodger. Everyone knows it's a jammy dodger. They even made jokes about it being a jammy dodger. But I think it's a good challenge overall, I think. Yeah, I think it was Paul gave tips at the start saying you don't want a thin top and a fat base. No, you don't want that. Um, I don't mind, And apparently, if if, um, talking about the dough, if it's soft when you press it, you've lost it. Um, So... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Giuseppe, while we're doing a list of things, it needs to be stiffer so I can work with it. Amanda, it's so soft I can't get it out. There's many issues. Everyone was having issues, left, right, and the centre. Jurgen, though, no issues, just narrating what he's doing. <laughs> Jurgen seems to be the one they go to to like actually describe the challenge and to say things about it. But he does. Jurgen was a dry, doing like a, way. a cooking show. Yeah, and everyone was, else was yeah. having a nightmare. Christelle made raspberry toffee, which sounded delicious, but wasn't the challenge. No, Christelle. Also, I liked the way that they did the kind of the bench shaming with Christelle when it's like, Christelle, look at your bench. Now look at Jurgen's. Because hers was, she is the messy queen. She is the messy queen. Par excellence of this series. But how did she mess up the um, raspberry jam so much? Because the thermometers in the tent have all the things labelled. So it says this is the temperature for jam or the temperature for a soft crack or a hard crack. And personally, I would always choose a hard one. But that's just my preference. But uh, how did she get that wrong when they're all labelled? Yeah, I don't know. Because she even referenced it. She said, I don't know how to make jam. I went to the jam thermometer. It's like... No, you didn't. You made like proper toffee. Right. And she only realized that when she was sieving for the seeds. I hate, I, I don't mind the seeds. I don't mind seeds no. being said. Seeded? Said? Se- seeded. Seed. Seeded. Sure. I don't mind seeded being jam. seeded. <laughs> you don't mind being seeded. <laughs> they all, that, that was a tough one. Again, I really like this one because there was multiple elements. Those kind of things where if one element goes kind of quite disastrously wrong it's gonna like throw off your whole bake like rashika who baked a puddle <laughs> and then tried to cut them out afterwards <laughs> i was watching rashika's really similar to maxi apart from the fact that maxi's better baker but she's really Ooh. similar well she is but she's really similar the way that she seems to do everything really slowly and chill but she does get it done she's very like the way it was showing her i was like she's not even gonna have anything at the end but she did have I mean, biscuits maggie correcting paul's recipe as well being like don't think so <laughs> yes. actually just gonna s- fix that bit that won't work, work, work um, well for her for future weeks, well though. sure the judging was all right um Paul did say the tops and bottoms weren't consistent enough for his liking. But... Yeah, and Prue did say of, I think it was, was it Chigsy? She said, cream's good, shape's good. Oh, that's nice. You definitely want to know that. <laughs> 10 out of 10 on both counts. Good to know, Chigs, good to know. 11th was definitely Rashika. Yes. She was the soggy bottom and they were actually quite soggy. Third was Freya, second Giuseppe, and first was Jürgen. Well deserved, well deserved. I mean, he, he'd won that episode before he even started. It's true. Uh, on to the showstopper. So the showstopper... 
Michael's favorite, the Biscuit Showstopper. Oof. They had to do a 3D biscuit replica of your favorite childhood toy with an interactive element for hours. Interactive element. Did I write that right? That was interact. had to be able to interact with the biscuits. Oh, so it wasn't just movement. I mean, the only interaction they normally do is just digestion. And break it. Yeah. Yeah, sure. But I think it was, like, again, a good... I mean, the producer's dartboard was out again, wasn't it? They were like, uh, 3D. Everything's 3D. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Biscuit. It's biscuit week. Uh, childhood toy. Like, I, I quite liked the childhood toy it idea, was good. It was a really good one. It was a good idea. I just... I just feel this stress because it's about engineering. It's not... So what I found really hard when I was doing our Biscuit Week showstopper was that you had to create the templates for the biscuits yourself. And therefore you had to know that those shapes that you were creating in the templates were going to fit together and stand up. And that in itself is very fucking difficult. Yeah. And this year we were all shouting at the TV because they were all doing Strange Biscuits. At least this current series, they all recognised, apart from one, to do gingerbread because gingerbread is robust, it's hard. But it also then you're not kind of just making a bad version of a biscuit. Gingerbread is meant to be harder and better structurally. Oh, I don't know. I prefer a soft gingerbread me. I know we're talking about preferring a hard crack, but I would like a soft biscuit. I like gingerbread to be hard and crunchy because then mm. as they stay on the tree for a few days, they absorb all the moisture in the end. They go soft. and Not all gingerbread well. needs to go on a tree. And also isn't it avoiding like tree excretions? Sap. That's what I meant. I don't know. Add some flavour, some pine flavour. No, I don't want that. I, I prefer my Strangely, gingerbread. Strangely, no one's a done soft. a pine-flavoured biscuit in the tent ever. Because Why? It, because it sounds awful. It sounds absolutely vile. But yeah, the engineering of it is really difficult. And like, it was actually really interesting in this challenge to see them all using different supports. Because also, you need supports to be able to set the biscuits in the yeah. right shapes. And so people use various different things. Like, do you remember when Rebs had like a bowl that she'd like hammered two eyes into <laughs> yeah, and things? Yeah. And Jürgen had somehow created this polycarbonate support. Ah, oh, drag queen name. Polycarbonate um, was using a um, like a polycarbonate support to kind of build it, and like I mean that's an engineer in him. But the, even the building of it is so difficult, and to be able to have things setting in the right, oh, it's just it stresses me out thinking about it. There's something about it for me where I'm more impressed. Like I was very impressed with Jurgen's final one; it looked brilliant, excellent. But for some reason, I'm more impressed when people manage to do something like that when they haven't got all the gear. Like mm. he, he had everything it was weird. like it was like he'd bought a kit but he'd obviously made it himself has he got a 3d printer very strange he strikes me as the kind of person that's been gunning for this for years like he's he been, has he's been had he applied like holy like five years no he was one of the ones where someone told me that he oh, applied yes. r- like literally for the very i think it was the second series and then he he didn't get in and he was like right that's it i'm gonna wait until i am ready and then he just spent years practicing and researching and getting ready for this series I mean, he did very well. Like, he's clearly very good at what he's doing. And yeah. oh, Giuseppe's a man after your own heart. He says it's better, very hard. And I think that's true. His his sculpture looked really, really classic, actually. That was the kind of backgammon board. Yeah. If I was to do this challenge, I'd do something similar to that because the interaction is just moving a biscuit on top of a flat surface. See, I liked Rashika's because I would have done probably like a full size pinball machine. Because it's I... very hard to make it work. Yeah, true. Her, she did she did quite well i actually really liked the idea i love the fact that amanda for some reason you know like this idea is very unlikely that you're going to get people doing similar ones because there's yeah. so many different individual toys yeah amanda always seems to pick the thing that someone else is doing the as well forest in week one <laughs> yeah. this in the week two yeah and so she was doing the rocking horse and she just picked the wrong biscuit it was that was one of those ones where you're kind of trying to look behind your hands like the whole time they show Amanda because every single time it was like falling. You think it can't fall more to bits than this. This but is even, it now. It cannot get worse. But even when it's going wrong, she is able to be fun. Like there was that conversation about tearing flaps with Noel, which was very funny. They knew what they yeah. were doing. Oh, I hate the word flap. Sorry for saying that word, but they did say it. And we saw Freya helping. 
which yeah. was lovely. Like that with was the, the first glue. helping. It looked like you know when in Drag Race was the the drag queen that can't sew and just puts hot glue everywhere. That's what Amanda's looking like. Very that. But it was interactive. It did fall apart. But the interactive element is assembling it again. Surely yeah, that's true. That's the interactive bit. I mean, Freya made what Amanda hoped to make. That rocking horse was exquisite and vegan. Again, it was vegan. It was brilliant. It was very clever to do. It would look like a kind of a Viennese biscuit for the mane and the tail. Very clever, gave a texture, but without it just being like icing. And then her icing on it looked really pretty because of the contrast with the icing to the colour of the biscuit. It was really brilliant. And like, yes, she took her gingerbread a little bit over and made it a bit harder than normal, but really it, it worked. It was perfect. I yeah. thought, honestly, hers was one of the best ones there was. I really like Chigs's. Like, I don't always like when something... Well, did he just, do again? He did a snooker table. Right. And often when people just cover things in fondant, it's not my favourite. But when people do it well, his really looked like a snooker table. At one point he did say, he's just trying to get his balls prepped and ready to go. Sure. And um, they were prepped and ready to go. He did very well. It wasn't just his balls that were good, because apparently his biscuit was very nice. Prue said, especially if it's thick, you don't want it to be too hard. That uh, is true. Sometimes you want it to be quite hard, though. Hard enough, but not too hard if it's very thick. Oh, yeah, actually, yeah. It could be quite painful. You want to have some give. Sure. Um, George, interestingly, decided to hang his gingerbread plane up and then paint it. I... So why is he painting something that's rocking to and fro when he tries to... <laughs> why not paint it on the surface where gravity is? Everything he does, they have good flavours. But I he's just... He is, he's chaos, though. He's... It's, like, it's like he does things backwards. It's like, why are you trying to make everything more difficult for yourself at any stage? I just love... Every time they cut to him, he's like, oh, fuck's sake. Oh, this is awful. Oh, I hate this. Oh, this is horrible. Oh, I hate baking. I hate biscuits. I hate this. It's just so... Gr- I love it. And he's always got a scowl. He's always got a scowl to camera. I love he's just He's just having a genuinely awful time. And it's really good television. He's so great. One of my favourite things about the judging is the ASMR. I love mm. it when they're cracking and then they're biting and crunching. Mm. I did. Uh, sorry, I just think I was thinking about Maggie then. Sorry, I wasn't really listening to what you were saying <laughs> because Maggie before this challenge said there's only one place to go this week and that's up. But except <laughs> the other place she could, the other place she could go is home. <laughs> like, I'll just oh, slip a bit further down. Yeah, like, I don't think that's the only direction there is, darling. But it wasn't her. It wasn't her time. It wasn't no. her time because Giseno's pirate ship. It just wasn't, it wasn't quite on the same level this time. No, really. he it was very similar to Rashika in the way that he looks like he's kind of going at half speed, but then he does, he looks like he really has gone at half speed because you can't imagine that took four hours to make that. And there was something very funny about, I think George, something happened to George and he was like, oh, I hate everything. And then they cut straight to uh, Giseno and one of his masts fell over and he went, huh. And then just carried on with what he was doing. It did seem like Jaisena was just kind of like, okay, this is going shit. I'm going home. It doesn't matter. Yeah, I think he'd kind of, he'd begun to check out. So Jaisena was the bottom of the week this week. And Jürgen was the star baker. Did you agree with that? A power top, two in a row. Oh yeah, true. He Mm. shouldn't have got cake resets. Doesn't count though. What's your question? (laughs) Did did Jürgen deserve the top this week? so yes i do i think he smashed the te- it was nice to see for once someone doing really well in the technical because he smashed the technical and then also did well in the showstopper there was a little lean to his top bit and that's the thing because his was so perfect you could see the name but it was amazing the twill tops, tops lean every which way true and for having a he had the tallest biscuit structure he had twill he was doing a windmill just in case people mm-hmm. didn't see he had twill uh fanny bits sales what they call sales that spin round. like i fanny really bits. think he, <laughs> he did he, he had twill fanny I bits i think that's a different sculpture Jürgen, do you have fanny bits um so i do think uh, that Jürgen was top no we can't we can't revolve from fanny, fanny bits yet <laughs> Jürgen and his fanny bits that's the next that's the title of the episode the now. there the was episode. something else now we're gonna go with fanny bits, fanny bits Jürgen. sorry Jürgen. lovely fanny bits congratulations <laughs> 
<laughs> just realised this is different for Americans, isn't it? Oh, they, what do they call a fanny? A bottom. Is it? Yeah. Well, it's like a front bottom, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Shall we stop there? <laughs> we love a good disaster here at the Sticky Bum Boys. A shame for Amanda, but some excellent telly. And, of course, it's very sad to say goodbye to Giseno. Right, on to this week's taste test. This one comes from someone whose username is mvukesbakes. And their I think taste- it's mvukesbakes. Oh, Right, on to this week's No, taste we're going to keep in the M-Bucks Bakes. <laughs> <laughs> so this one comes from someone whose username is what? Sorry, David. M-Bucks Bakes. Sure. And their taste test is that truffle isn't actually good. It's just expensive and people pretend it's tasty because it's elite. You know the drill. 30 seconds. Are they correct or should they be sent to jail? Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Hello, it's us interrupting us to promote us. If you'd like to support us, you can join our Patreon. It's called our OnlyFans, and you will get this. Well, okay, I'll see you never then. Well, <laughs> you don't exist then. Well, like, goodbye forever. And a bit of this. Devin and Con will argue about where to put the cream. Mm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and a bit of that. I don't want any part of me to be needed. Hey, what about this? This sounds like quite concerning. Do the police know about this? 
Well, the it's statute the of limitations. It's Whitby. It's Whitby. <laughs> yeah, we don't actually know what's been put in there. Hopefully it was all really good stuff and now you want to join us. How much does it cost, David? It costs about the same price as a cup of coffee each month. Just have one less coffee and have loads of extra content over at patreon.com forward stroke sticky bun boys. I don't think I have a strong opinion on this one. Me neither, because I don't think that truffle is the best thing in the world. I don't think it's why it's that elite, but I also do like it. I really I think like I've it. only ever had truffle with garlic. So for me, they just taste the same. They are similar. It's kind of, it's got like a mushroomy taste, but I really like truffle oil and truffle oil isn't elite. Truffle oil is quite cheap. Having like a shaved white truffle on some plain pasta, go away. But truffle on a pizza, love it. So, so M. Vux Bakes, as you called them, <laughs> is going to jail because they think it's not good. Maybe they can just do community service. Sure, community service, similar to picking. They've been yeah. picking for a couple of weeks. Lovely. Okay, we're going to start off in the inbox this week with a quick fire round. So we'll just answer them like as quickly as we can after each question and we'll okay, move on. I famously cannot answer them very No fast, further but... questions. Oh, you caught okay. my famously there. Mm, look at you. Um, okay. Hello, lovely sticky bun boys. Oh, lovely. Look at me reading out the compliments. I have a lightning round of questions for you. What are you both currently doing for work? David. I work in a clinic sometimes, but the rest of the time I just bake. And I work in a theatre. David, when is the wedding? Oh, next year, but I kind of got married already, but it's next year officially. Michael, are you getting any? Uh, sort of. Sort of? You you kind of are. Go to Patreon, people. Yeah, I'm we off the apps. talk about this. I'm off the apps. Um, is Bake Off scripted? No, it's not. I mean, it is for the for the for judges. The judges. And they famously can't get that section right at all. <laughs> no, the number of times they have to film that intro every single week. But yeah, not scripted at all. No. Not even at all. Not even at all. They don't even suggest things for you to say. No, not for us at no. all. All your questions answered. There you are, Brianna. Um, okay. Oh, is that it? We did do it quick. Oh, very good. Look at <laughs> us. Speedy. I was going to say something else then, but it's fine. I quite enjoy doing that. If people have any any more quick fire questions for us, send them through. I like this or that questions. Oh yeah, that's good because then it really is quick. Sure. We've got some more questions actually from Dominique. Would you rather do a technical every day of your life or a showstopper every day for a year? I enjoy doing technical, so I would do a technical every day of my life. I would do a technical as long as it was a quick one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't want to be doing those five-hour technicals every Michael day. Michael likes to finish early. Yeah, and this, <laughs> the showstoppers really are long. And yeah, I it, I just need the toilet all the time, so technical. Yeah, tally bladder. Quite a, a gear change from Dominique, but it's the same person. Would you rather have eaten human shit, but nobody know you have? Or would you rather everyone think you have, but you haven't? I mean, I don't mind rimming when someone hasn't douched. So I have eaten human shit quite regularly. Really. Regularly? Well, yeah, quite regularly. <laughs> Don't you get... Is it Shigella from that? You can do, but no, it's not... I think this is the thing when people always talk about washing hands Shigella and stuff. Lawson. It's like... <laughs> Shigella Lawson. <laughs> we just got the best drag name today. God, this has been a really good episode for drag names. Uh, <laughs> what was the other thing? Because I was just I was stuck on the thing just that I like... Just thinking about eating shit. Uh, would you rather have eaten it but nobody know or have everyone think you have but you having not eaten shit? I really don't mind rimming either way, so it doesn't work for me. I'm actually interested, producer Alex, can you just give us like an A or a B? Would you rather everyone think you've eaten human shit and no one know you have, or would you rather everyone think you have, but you haven't? So put up one finger for, for, for everyone thinks you've eaten shit, but you haven't, or two fingers for eaten shit, but no one knows. Two, two fingers. Producer Alex likes two fingers. <laughs> um, next person is <laughs> Charles. <laughs> Hello, Sticky Bun Boys. My name is Charles, fellow messy queen. Ah, um, I'm so grateful the two of you started this show and your season was the best so far. <laughs> Do you like that? Yes, Charles. Thank uh, you. I read out the compliment there. This is perhaps a stretch to call a disaster, but I'm confused, which gets me up in my feelings. As you can likely tell from referring to your season, I'm in the US. 
oh season because we call it a series, uh, we call it series sure yeah. um i thought i had a firm grasp on what constituted a biscuit in the uk since long before i ever saw this show but a dedicated macaron challenge last week has me back at square one this must have been during the series i thought that macarons are one of the few examples of overlap between the uk and the us both being considered cookies as they're soft chewy and round like me really are my criteria simply off or do I need the better means of classification? Or are all cookies biscuits, but not all biscuits cookies? Or something else entirely? Please help me so I can get back onto the next mundane obsession. Best, Charles. I'm not sure everyone does know the definition. To me, everything in the UK that is... Like, biscuit is an overall term for everything as well. So everything is a biscuit, whether it's a cookie or a biscuit. Not everything. Like, cakes aren't biscuits. No, 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 no. But all Furniture the, all the things biscuits. that could be cookies or biscuits. We'll still sometimes refer to things as a cookie, but that still comes under the classification yeah, as a biscuit. Yeah, a cookie can be a biscuit, but a biscuit can't be a cookie. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But in the US, I think they call everything cookies. Yeah, so that's the same classification for us. But then we do use cookie, especially when we're referring to biscuits that come from other countries like the US, certain ones in so Europe. So in the UK, a cookie can be a biscuit, but a biscuit can't be a cookie. Mm-hmm. And in the US, a biscuit can't be a cookie, but a cookie can be a... That's the same thing. No, I'm confused no, again. No, no, you can't, no, but only because in the US, a biscuit is a completely different thing. A biscuit is like a scone. Yeah, the kind of the flaky scone thing. So basically in the UK, biscuits are is everything that's kind of soft and chewy or snapping in the middle. Yeah. But we would, we would also refer to a cookie as something that's chewy in the middle as well but it's one of those funny things because giving the example of a macaron they use macaron in biscuit week because they have that classification but most people in the uk would always refer to a macaron just as a macaron it's not really a biscuit sure uh, i don't think we've really helped you charles sorry nope. about that <laughs> next person anon i'm new to bottoming and need your tips on getting fiber into my diet help prunes oh. it's all about the prunes christ i actually use prunes in a malt malt, malt loaf i made a malt loaf last week oh they're um, really good in malt loafs yeah just fiber have, yeah. to have a high fiber cereal um, or you can take fiber pills if you need to. Yeah. And you can also have porridge and put, you can get by bran, which is all like the oh, fibrous yeah. bit on its own. You can just put that into your porridge. But the thing is, you have you used like the, the not medicated because not medicated, but like in sachets and things. Not in sachets. No. I've oh, used tablets. like the, like the tablets before. Yeah. Sometimes if you're trying to be more like they're sometimes better to be able to like know exactly what you're getting yeah sometimes exactly. if you like drink a whole bottle of prune juice that is it might clear you out but it's also going to give you cramps like yeah you've got to be a bit careful with yeah too much fiber. you don't want like a laxative effect basically if you know you're gonna be bottoming tomorrow have a fiber pill in the morning have a fiber pill in the evening and then you should be fine to go to the next day and also shit happens literally if you're if you're with anybody that's worth having sex with you should know that if it happens it happens and yeah you and i don't mind that i don't really do the douching and fiber oh, thing. famously Chajala lawson over here um but also i also think that people always think that everything's about anal it's not always all about anal no the sides have it right as well sometimes just do what you want do what you want if you want to take a pill and don't take feel a pill. shame and don't feel shame <laughs> if you want to take a pill take a pill if you want to take a pill take a pill uh another one and this is quite a serious one now are you ready oh wait a second i've got to change my I've got to yeah. settle in okay this is from Anon. Um, so oh, we didn't name that person. The, bot- the fiber person's called... Shigella Lawson. Shigella Lawson. Shigella Lawson <laughs> with the fiber. And then this person's going to be called Noel. I know I'm queer, but I also know that I'm not in the right place to come out yet. I don't think my family would be supportive. And I don't have that many friends that I'm close enough to. I'm finding it really difficult and I don't really know what I should do. Can you give me any advice? I'm 17 and live in a red state in the US. Do you know what I think the hardest thing about change, that isn't is? It, from, from bottoming. Yeah, but a nice key change. Mm. What I think that's difficult about that, because we've talked about this before, and often we've talked about when you know you've got the support of friends or certain family members, etc., to be able to help you. And the sad thing for that 
bit is that Noel's saying that they don't feel they've got a really close friend. Yeah. And I do think you've got, yeah, I would wait. I would try and build a really good friendship with someone so that you've got that support for when you do it. It's not great to come out when you haven't got support. Right. And in the red states, I get that must be really hard. Um, And I don't necessarily have the exact same experience of it, but there are people out there in that red state statistically who are feeling very similar and you will eventually find them. But for the moment, like the internet is a great place for that kind of mm. stuff. Like social media, if Twitter hasn't exploded yet, like Twitter, there is a space there that where you, can, where you can share things. If you want to go anonymous on places, you can do that on things like Twitter or Reddit. There are endless chains on Reddit where you can just find community and like, if you don't want to come out yet, you don't feel like you're ready to come out yet, you don't need to. I think there's a lot of pressure as well to be like, oh, it's better on the other side and it gets better. And it does get better, absolutely. But you don't need to come out until you're ready and you shouldn't come out until you no, know that and you've you got want support. To be, yeah, you want to be in a safe space. And 17 is very young. Like, it's great if people can come out when they're 17. Great. But like you say, it's you're still very young. Like, you can decide. And also, I would also say, if you're in the red state and you say you haven't got friends that you're close enough to i don't know if they're referring maybe to the fact that some of their friends are quite close but maybe they're they've got strong religious ties or something Mm. also check those people out because i had friends i came from a very christian background people who i thought like were really close friends but i thought okay they're christian they're not going to accept it but they did they were absolutely fine they still were christians but they were happy to understand and support me as well so yeah kind of check your friends as well yeah there will be more support out there than you realize but you need to take your time and get there when you get there Make sure you find those communities, find those connections. They don't need to be in real life. They can be online as well. That is also real. Just take your time and uh, keep us posted on how you're getting on. That's it from us. Please, please, please keep on sending in your dating disasters, baking questions, or anything you want us to talk about over at stickybumboys at gmail.com. Nothing is sacred, as you've seen. Clearly not, Shigella Lawson. Please do keep sending those things in. We really do love hearing from you. And we just know there are so many more burning stories and questions out there. They're definitely burning, aren't they? (laughs) Knowing our audience. And remember, if you want to help support us and keep the podcast going, do join our OnlyFans for less than a tenner a month over on patreon.com forward stroke stickybumboys. And we will see you next week for every Everybody's favourite bread week. I'm off to get my buns ready. Well, if you stay ready, David, you don't have to get ready. Or bready. <laughs> That's enough. Goodbye. Ready for the boring bit? Let's go. The Sticky Bun Boys are not endorsed by or affiliated with Love Productions, The Great British Bake Off, or any of its subsidiaries. All views and opinions are our own. The Great British Bake Off and all related content are registered trademarks and copyrights of their respective trademark and copyright holders. Oh, very professional, David. In one breath. <laughs> We're all just having a bit of fun, aren't we? <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if 
you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.